I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. This week, I'm going to commence with very much current affairs, not even in the world of cars. Blimey, that's not Um, like us. No, but I will drag it quickly back towards cars. So, (laughs) Okay. You may have noticed in this uh, country the... The, the politics this week have been all over the shop. Uh, there, there's been some unexpected happenings, hasn't there? There's been some comings and some goings. Um, mm. Yeah, there has. And it's uh, it, it's just that the farce continues, really, doesn't it? Um, yes, generally, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get overly bogged down in it. I mean, there was, on Monday morning, quite the chorus of delight when a certain someone was ejected. Yes, that happened quite early, didn't it? Yeah, that was... That was, that was, was... all done and dusted by nine o'clock, I think. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was tremendous. That's a good way to kick off the week, I thought. Yes. That was, that was, I was in mid-conversations at work, and that really cheered everyone up on a Monday morning. That yes, was... that really buoyed everybody up for the week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just a hideous individual um oh horrible yes oh don't even get me started um however the reason i bring this up um is because um i saw the front cover of the spectator okay now you're thinking, what is he going on about here? Yeah. I thought you were taking us into uncharted territory here. Yes? This is uncharted territory. Um, yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the cover of it, and okay. you can you can see why it's bothering me. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this, so this is... Okay, this, this is... is yeah, cutting edge here. There you go. It's with you. Oh. Okay, yeah, I got a few problems with that. <laughs> um, uh, um, you can see where they were going, but they got it wrong. They've, you, they, not even close. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yes. So uh, let's just describe the scene. They've gone for the, the, a satirical cartoon on the cover of the Spectator, as you would imagine. Uh huh. Um, but they've, with all the comings and goings, they've gone for a Back to the Future headline and theme. They have. Um, that's not that, the problem. No, that's the thing. <laughs> I was just going. You know what? We've done the politics bit now. They got the car wrong. Very, very much so. Um, it would appear to be an Audi Quattro, <laughs> not yeah. a DeLorean. Yeah, cock that up. I don't remember there being many Audi Quattros in Back to the Future. I mean, they're right era, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's... Mm. It's, but, it's yeah. an 80s, an iconic 80s car, but it's the wrong one. See, I knew it'd annoy you. It annoyed oh, me at the time. Dear. That's not... Oh. I mean, is, oh. is there a reason they would choose an Audi instead of the DeLorean? That doesn't make any sense. I couldn't... I. I couldn't make sense of it. Um, I saw it, saved it, noted it, 
and that's as far as I went. I didn't do any further digging because no. I was... Well, it doesn't... I can't think of a reason why they would make a statement mm. of making it an Audi instead of the DeLorean. Um, I do <laughs> not understand that at all. Uh, yeah, that makes no sense. Somebody's really got that wrong. What was good there is I... I... It it sounded like you got closer to the screen and the mic and the microphone just to look more in yes. depth at the image. Precisely what happened. <laughs> I needed to make absolutely sure. No, that doesn't say DMC. It's an yeah. Audi badge. It's, it's not just Audi. a bad drawing of a DeLorean. It's the completely the wrong car. It's the wrong car. It's quite an accurate drawing of an Audi Quattro. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I don't recall seeing many in silver, but. Um, no, it's... no doubt they were, but um, it's not a DeLorean. That's the problem. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> while I started hmm. quite politics heavy, I, it was only so I could segue into. Yeah, into wrong. that. I thought you were going to lead us into some of the ministerial cars because you get to see them at these times of change. Um, you do, but, but I um... haven't seen them, so I'll be honest. Uh, well, they're I... all just boring. They're all Range Rovers or BMWs, to be honest. Mm. Um, uh, that's did... appalling. Somebody should be fired for that. They should be. Um, I did a quick Google. Uh, it does appear that you could have got a Quattro in silver, but that doesn't Yeah, make I'm it sure any better. You could. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't make it any better. It's the wrong car. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just even a glance at the original Back to the Future poster. You can see the gullwing door, yeah, and, and the DMC logo is quite prominent on the front of it. So it's fairly obvious it's not an Audi, even if you've never seen the film. Although I can't imagine there's anybody who hasn't at this point. <laughs> no, I think percentage-wise, a fair old chunk of the population has has ticked it off at one point or another. Oh, you would have thought, wouldn't you? Yeah. No, that's just rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, cock that up. Yeah, I'm cross about that. That's, yep. Yes, yes, that's the right reaction. You see, why um, do you even think it was an Audi Quattro? It was about the right shape, I suppose. I don't uh, know. Well, unless someone's got real sort of brain fade and's been recently watching uh, watching Ashes to Ashes, I don't know. Oh, fire up the Quattro! Even that was red. Yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's really tenuous. I'm trying. Um, I was tempted really to help them out, but no, no, they're cocked up. It's that's the right it. era. That's the only thing I can mm. say. And of course, you can you know the, you talk about DeLorean. I mean, there are political ramifications to that. You know, Labour was a Labour government that gave him all the money, and it was mm. Thatcher who eventually shut him down. Um, oh yeah. So I suppose maybe neither side wants to talk about it. <laughs> I yeah, you know what? I hadn't factored that in. I don't know. I don't think any. I don't think that would hold the spectator back, is it? That's, no, I um, wouldn't have thought so. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No, that's poor. That's that's really poor. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, w- that wouldn't happen on your watch. No, it certainly wouldn't. You see, it's like you know Clarkson's made this point that you know you watch these period dramas and people get all hot under the collar about getting the right number of buttons on the Elizabethan sleeve and that kind of mm. thing. But when it comes to cars, it's just like anything will do. Yeah, it 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 won't. It it matters, I'm afraid. Yeah, it does, and that's mm. wrong. They have yes. cocked that right up. Yes. So. Dear, oh dear. Yes, I'm cross about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can I 
Can I borrow a bit of crossness and have a moan? Well, you've usually got plenty of your own. You don't normally need to borrow any. Of I, mine, I won't. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll use yours to top mine. You're, you're um, welcome. If you need a bit extra, I'm happy to give you some. Yeah. Um. Right. It's something that's been doing the rounds in the car news in the past few weeks, and it's annoying me. Um, okay. Because there's been a lot of talk um, about the new Volvo X uh, EX30. EX30, that's right. The new small little... Well, it's not particularly little, is it? But, no, it, it's um, a compact SUV. They're calling it an SUV. Um, others are calling it a five-door hatch. Um, I think uh, it, it depends how you look at it. It, um, it. It's, let's face it, a five-door hatch is not that tall. Uh, well, they are these days. <laughs> but the problem is, it's like every... Everyone's going, oh, this is great. Well, right. For a start, there's, there's no one got eyes. It's not a looker, is it? It's not a looker. I have to say, Johnny Smith was absolutely glowing about it. Um, I watched, don't get me wrong, I watched the video and I just, yeah. I'm afraid I can't, I can't get on board with it. I think the Volvo styling at the moment is just dire. Yeah, I don't. I don't like how it looks at all. I think it's and a slightly weird-looking thing. I think it's got a lot to offer. I think it's well-priced. I think it's got a good range, good towing capacity. It's that sort of vehicle. Um, you know, I think it's got it's got things going for it, but it's not a looker, that's for sure. I just... I, it's, if this is where we are with cars now, okay, if this is what people are getting excited about... Christ sake. Yeah, it would well that's all that's out there, isn't it? I just I, I fear this is what it's gonna be this is what we've got to work with now. Um uh, it's really bad. Yeah yeah. I I just but everyone's gushing and you just go, well, come on, can we not do better than this? I was surprised, yeah, I was surprised at how positive the reviews I've seen have been. Mm. Um, people really falling over themselves to, to praise it. Um, and I didn't think it was anything particularly special. Um, as I say, it's... I think I'm not going to say it's bad. I think there's, you know, if you're in the market for that sort of thing, it's probably got a lot to offer. But it's just. It falls into that little SUV bracket and just go right. I don't, it does. Think, we need, I don't think we need that in the first place. Uh, no, Be no, because again, it's just we've said it before. It's it just makes it easier to package everything. They go, oh, we'll make it an SUV. We we'll put it makes our life a lot easier. We have talked about that before. That it's it's lazy engineering, isn't it? Because the SUV platform just gives you loads of space and. You can just kind of stick stuff in anywhere. You don't have to be particularly clever. No. Um, buy a battery um, pack, buy some motors, stick them in there. Plenty of room. Um, it's yeah, just easy. There's no, there's no design flair anymore. There's no nope. packaging things correctly. It's just, it's just, just, it's just an appliance. 
That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, and it's not the fact that it's an EV. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, electric cars are just white goods. Mm. Not inherently. A lot of them, I fear, are, but because of lazy design, not because, not just because they're electric. No, no, no. Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's got anything to do with the powertrain. It's just there's a lot of it out there, isn't there? It's just a sea of all kind of the same thing. There's nothing really to choose between them. No. Um, I tell you one thing that that I've, before I get to my next moan, I've got an, in, <laughs> I've got an interim moan. An interim moan, just to be going on with. <laughs> yeah, just, just just to be going on with. Um, we we have mentioned in passing the um the kind of uh, the facelifted model three. Yes, we have the um, Highland model. That's that's yep. the fella. Um, yeah, in going. Not too bad. Don't mind the visuals. I think it's actually a visual improvement. I think it's an improvement, actually. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah it brings it more in line with the Model S. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's a nice step forward. Yeah, I tell you what is not a step forward. <laughs> the, the the interior on it. It's like they've forgotten to do it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that yeah. Well, it's kind of the same, isn't it? They haven't really changed it. It, um, it, it, yeah, but it feels like there's even less in there now. Well, there is. There's no stalks anymore. There's nothing. And it's no. just wheel screen seats. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Very well, minimalist. Minimalist. Yes. That's one way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> Boring. Passionless. You... Just no, nothing... That's where you've got to sit. That's where you spend your time. And it's yes, like, you don't look at the outside of your car. You look at the inside. Yeah. It's like you're sitting inside a Ponzi art installation. It is a bit bare in there, I'll grant you. Um, as I say, no, and you don't even get any stalks anymore. They're, they're buttons on the steering wheel now to do the indicators and wipers and things. Well, they say you don't need to do the wipers because it does it for you. Um, oh, yes, we all know how good automatic wipers are on any any car. They were fairly rubbish on my Tesla. Um, mm. The auto high beam lights was okay, actually. That that worked all right. The wipers were rubbish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, and, and I, that's not a dig at Tesla. That that is. Oh no, they're all like they that. Are awful yeah. on nearly every car. I'm My... happy to be proven wrong, but any car I've owned or used with them, it's redundant. They, they, yeah. They're either too slow or too fast. Yes, they're rubbish on the yeah. on the Jag. They're because that's got auto lights and auto wipers. The auto high beams are really good. Mm. Uh, it does that spot on. Uh, the wipers, no, all over the place. <laughs> They'll either wipe when you're driving along and it's perfectly dry and the sun's out. Oh, yeah. And it can be absolutely hammering down and they do nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Quality uh, product. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just go, you know what? It's what, lit, what little soul it had in that Model 3 is just buggered off. The interior is has gone very bland. I'll give you that. I think the exterior is an improvement. Uh, quite like that. Uh, the interior is, yeah, it's really got 
nothing yeah. going on. It's just, yeah, steering wheel, screen, seats. Yeah. Yes. And you definitely want to autopilot because it's that boring inside. You'd fall asleep. Yeah, it was. Off at a standard now. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another, almost as good as the automatic wipers. Um, uh, yeah, well, so, they can't turn on full autopilot over here because the, the... Oh, no, it's not allowed, it's not, is it? It's not legal. No. 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 Which, Only in California. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know if that says more about us or California, I don't know. Um, I think it's uh, there's a bit of a comment about everybody in there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to dwell on that too much because no, it's a fair point. It's, it's a fair, fair point. point, but it's yeah. not. It's not going to affect either of us. Um, uh, no, I I wouldn't rule out having another Tesla, but it's not happening at the moment. I've only just bought another Jag. So. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm not going to be buying one. Uh, so. If I have to see them on the road, at least the outside looks better. So that'll do. There you go. That, that you found a positive. Yeah. The bit you can see has been improved. There That's you go. Let's, we'll go with that. <laughs> right. So another car that I'm not going to buy. However, I will see it, and it's going to drive me up the wall, and it's going oh. to drive you up the wall as well, is that the camouflaged uh New offering from Ford, or soon to be new offering from Ford, has been spotted doing oh. the rounds. And it's another name from the past. Oh, they're not doing it again, are they? They're not recycling oh. badges oh, again. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I've missed yeah, this. Yeah. What are they oh, doing you missed now? It. I will send you the link. Oh, um, please do. They, so, I must admit, I've not looked at a lot of news this week. So there is... A new Ford Capri on the way. Oh, I read that this might be coming a little while ago. Oh, it's coming. And, oh, no. Coming to you in electric crossover form. Oh, oh, I don't mind the electric bit. It's the crossover I've got a problem with. Look at the size of that thing. That's enormous. <laughs> That's not yeah. a Capri. No, don't put Capri badge on that. Yep, that that's uh, I mean that's it's... an icon of motoring history, the Capri. Yeah, yeah. Don't about do that to take to a it. steaming shit over it. Oh god, look at that. I mean I know it's in camo and it's probably got it may even have fake panels and things on it, but it's not a fake size though, is it? No, it isn't. No, that's oh dear. But why did because they're why are they doing another one? They've already got the Puma. Mustang Mach-E. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even in electric form, they've got Mustang Mach-E and yeah, they've yeah. got the Explorer coming. Yeah, yeah. And this Capri is... is based on the Explorer. So that's VW tech. Because oh, yeah, they haven't yeah. got their own. It's based on the ID4 platform. That's right. So it's the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Yes. It's not even a Ford underneath. It's a VW. <laughs> Oh, what's happening? This is no good. Mm. All the things that we've thought traditionally yeah, about yeah, various good. manufacturers is all going out the window. So that's it. We've got three beloved Ford names. So you've got your Capri, your Puma, and your Mustang, oh. all ruined by varying sizes of utter, utter toss SUVs. Oh, that's no good. That's no good. I mean, you can't. Since when do Ford start buying from VW? 
That's that's wrong. Mm. Um, I mean, I have to say, I I quite like the look of the Explorer, but the one yeah, thing yeah. in its favour is that it is um, smaller, but it is still underneath a VW. Yeah, I mean, we discussed it at the time, and you said you quite liked it, and yes. I wanted to vomit. You did. Yeah, because... It's, it's better than this. Because <laughs> when I think Explorer, I think rugged off-roader, not well, soft SUV toss. It, it still is in America. They're yeah, using yeah, the yeah, name yeah. for different cars in different markets. That's I mean, right. they, they have done that before. Yeah, 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 um, yeah definitely. But it the offering that we've got is positively soft roader isn't it it's it's an SUV. oh yes 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 boss. yes you could definitely a soft roader. Roader. the um, no, not in no not in proper stuff no 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 that no. uh mm, that doesn't look a very nice or b necessary <laughs> yeah that's... they're just going to have a series of suvs aren't they you uh, just yes, choose which right. one you find least offensive this brings me to another problem. Like we've said before, we doubt is demand dictating these cars, or is it that's what people think they want? Um, I was yeah, that's a good good point. I was yeah. listening to uh, Collecting Cars podcast last mm-hmm. week, um, and I'd very much like to borrow a bit of information that they highlighted, which I thought uh-huh. was fascinating. So, so take for example Ford um, canning the Fiesta yes. in favour of small SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, the Puma takes its place, pretty much, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, profit margin wise, Ford make more on a Puma than they would on a Fiesta. Okay. That's surprising. Which isn't something that I'd factored in. I'm going, okay, so they're, they're, is it as simple as a money-making exercise? Well, I mean, they're a business, aren't they? They've got to make money. Mm. Um, but what doesn't make a lot of sense is you've still got, like, the French manufacturers still managing to produce small cars in big yeah. numbers. Yes, uh, yes. That's and true. El- el- small electric cars as well. Yes, and more coming. Mm. Um, oh, just yes. this week, we've got the Twingo, and they've also said the 5EV will be launched early next year. Mm. Um, so they are um, they're, they're on like third generation small EVs now. Yeah, that's it. They're very, very on it. And it's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't be my first choice to go and buy a French car, but. If I was going out now, and I was yeah, no, right, nor me, um, and, and I was going to get right. You tell you what, I need, I want something new, I want something electric, and I want something that's not going to break the bank. Go straight for a French dealer. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would actually. I mean, I actually quite on the quiet, I quite fancy the five EV. <laughs> I think that looks cracking. Sorry, you don't have to be on the quiet. It does look brilliant. <laughs> it does look brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, well, that is interesting that they say the Puma is more profitable than the Fiesta. Is that because they're selling more of them, or that they've got their maths 
sorted out because it's a newer platform. So, you know, more efficient manufacturing and things like that. Mm. Um, Or is it just that, yeah, as I say, people are buying more of them. Um, I don't believe that's true, though, because the Fiesta is still everywhere, even new ones. Yeah, people still love it. Um, And the Puma's bigger, but then the Puma is everywhere as well. So I can believe that... Mm, The Puma is worryingly everywhere. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it is one of the best-selling cars in Europe. It's right up there. It's top five. Uh, Um, I I think in some markets, it is the best-selling car. There are Um, two people I know that have have got them. Right. Um, And... They are, I tell you what, they they are the potentially the two least car people I know. <laughs> Is that um, why? <laughs> uh, the evidence does seem to suggest that. Yes. Hmm. Um, they walk into a Ford dealer and say, "I'd like some car, please." Ah, that's it. We've got the Puma for you, sir. <laughs> that, that's it. Because someone who doesn't know cars goes right. What? Where shall I go? Oh, Ford. I know that. Yeah, for exactly. That's yeah. right. You don't underestimate the brand recognition that Ford mm. still have. Mm. Uh, it is colossal. Um, yeah. You ask anybody on the street to name some car manufacturers, Ford would be one of the first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. People just know it. Yeah. Um, and that's very powerful. Because most people, the majority of people, don't care. No, but we live in our little echo chamber here, and we're really into it all. And we're, you know, have our very set ideas, and we're, you know, we have brands we like and brands we don't. And you know, it's all we live in a world of people who are very enthusiastic about cars. Most people don't care. No, that that is a massive factor, uh, and they just want somebody to get them around. They really don't care who makes it. <laughs> No, they don't, and the, that my evidence supports that heavily. Yes, I think so. Most people don't care. They might have a certain amount of sort of accidental brand loyalty. Oh, I've always had Ford, so I'll just have another one. Or I've always had Renault, I'll just have another one. Okay. Um, well, that again, that is true of one of the two because one of them learnt to drive in a Ford, then bought one and now is on his second one yeah well there you go um and they'll go into the dealer and they'll just they'll ask the salesman's opinion you know oh, mm. i need some in five seats to get around locally um want it to be reliable got this budget uh, and they'll tell them what to buy and they'll say oh, okay then. and that'll be yeah, that that will it. be the transaction <laughs> they won't it, do any yeah. research they won't look into it themselves they won't you know, look at other things or test drive stuff or look at stats or research it like you or I would, uh, they'll just do what the salesman says. Oh, we got that, these, you know, 10% off or whatever the deal yeah, is. That, this month. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, and both of these, uh, because I, I did engage them. I didn't, I didn't sort of tell them they bought a ridiculous vehicle or anything like that. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cruel. No, um, you're not that guy. No. <laughs> Um, I did say to, I did ask again because well, both of them have got essentially uh, what well one was brand new one was I think a year old okay and, and right. I sort of said well did you not consider 
well, based based on my observation that they don't seem to give a toss. Mm. Um, <laughs> did you not consider electric? And he went, oh, no. <laughs> right, good. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> yeah. And they go, oh yeah. Okay, yeah and what's no. what's that based on then? <laughs> and I did, I, I did, I, I did pick at that stitch. You know, yes. no, no, no okay. range, range on those. Like what? What your average one these days? Sort of in that particular sort of price bracket and size of car, three hundred miles. Yeah, there's an average now. I would say, yeah, yeah. And it will, yeah, yeah. No, that's not enough. Like, <laughs> not enough. And it's like, oh well, what's she daily commute? <laughs> Oh, about 20 miles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Div- right. <laughs> Divide 20 into mm. 300. <laughs> this yeah. is not difficult maths you're asking for there. I know it's a perception, and this is what the EV market is up against is that mm. people are just rule it out because they've listened to rubbish that was spouted on Top Gear in 2005 and <laughs> um, has continued to be spouted and they see it in newspapers like the Daily Fail and, you know, um, they they see it everywhere that EVs are no good. No, that's um, it. They, they don't go far enough and all they do is spontaneously combust. Yes, um, and you can't charge them when they do work. That's um, right, yeah. Because there's no air, or it's you know, it's always there's queues, and you know, oh, I can't be doing with that. Because of course, you never see a queue at a petrol station, do you? No, 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 no I've no. never queued with petrol, and I've no. also never this been shit in doesn't that. Happen. And the media's never ruined it so that I couldn't actually buy any petrol. No, that's never happened, has it? No, mm-hmm. on multiple occasions, no. So that's in, that's that's disappointing, but not surprising that that was the reaction. To electric, they don't even they haven't even considered it no. with no research <laughs> or doing their own thinking about it. It just, but then this is what the car industry is up against with electric cars. People just yeah. dismiss it out of hand. Yeah, um, and it comes back to um, do you remember Chris's comment on it of going, well, the market that is open to it is quite possibly saturated, and that's. A valid point. That's a mm. very valid point. Yeah, you, I, yes, I really I, like I thought that, that at the time. Mm. Yeah, mm. It's, it's a very valid point. Uh, sadly, yeah. um, yes, everyone who's that way inclined to look at new technology and to give it a try and to consider it and look into it have probably already got one mm. um, or yeah. have tried one um, at least. Yeah. Um, but... The, uh, there's sort of three camps, isn't there? There's people. There's those people that are open to it and may already be doing it. There's the others that are abjectly against any kind of new technology and believe all the rubbish that's out oh, yeah. there about it and will never want it. And then there's the people in the middle who don't care for whatever <laughs> reason and yeah. will will buy whatever the salesman tells them to buy or whatever's on the forecourt at the right price at their local mm-hmm. dealer. Um, and they'll just oh yeah we need yeah could do with a new car this one's a bit knackered um, so get the scrap company to take that one away and um, go and look down the road because we've always bought cars from him and he's you know he's a decent chap and there's some yeah. stuff on the forecourt they all quite like the red one yeah yeah exactly um, that that is as far as the thinking will go mm. um, and that's the part and I think it's a valid point that the people who are open to it. Um, mm. 
and want to give it a try and give it a chance and see where it's going. Uh, like you say, you're probably already doing it. Um, really pulled so, the trigger. Already pulled that trigger. <laughs> yeah. So I think the the battle from now on to get people to look at electric cars is going to be even harder. It's not going to get easier the more people take it up. I think it's going to get harder at this point. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean uh, you could lump me into possibly my own category of good. Yeah, I quite like one. I just... Um, there are other things on the agenda at the moment. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you're not. Yeah, but I would still. I put you. In, I'd still put you in the first camp because you are interested and open to it, and have looked into it and understand it, and know that it could work for you, and that the technology is there. Oh, I see. Um, I, I even know what I'd buy still at the moment. Well, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I, so, I'm having a second-hand electric mini. You're yeah. having a 15 grand electric mini, aren't you? Yes, yeah. exactly. So I'd still put you in the first camp. It's just mm. not, yes, you haven't done it, but that's because there's other priorities for you right now. Mm. But you, you're you not in the don't care camp. No. And you're not in the completely against it camp. You no. You know it could work for you, and you're very open to it. Um, like you say, you've just when the time comes, you'll happily have one. Um, yeah, but like you say, you yeah, that group is, as Chris has said, is is probably probably saturated right now. Mm. Um, and there'll be some people like yourself who next car will be electric, um, but not ready for that yet. Um, and then there's, I suppose, me in the slightly weird camp in that I've been electric and gone back. <laughs> yeah, but that's not because you had um, an unpleasant experience or anything like that. That's just no. To be honest, circumstances. it's personal circumstances, financial reasons, and I'm not alone in having. I mean, a lot of people have, have done it. Um, a lot of people got sucked in by you know good finance deals and things yeah. like that, as I did. Special offers and you know, yeah, it was a good deal for a few years, but it didn't work so well now. Um, well, that's you know. it. You think like um, that was pre-COVID, of course. Yeah, so. <laughs> like Richard Porter was one of those because he got yes, rid of he got rid one. of the Jag. Um, he got rid of the Jag iPace, although he has now got a Pusney. Yeah, he got the up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a very different car. Obviously, that's not the family car like the iPace was. No, but yes, he replaced the iPace with a fifteen-year-old Range Rover. Yeah, but it's 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 that sort of thing going right. Well, probably got last easy opportunity to be silly, so why not? Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't object to that at all. No, neither do I. Not at all. Um, absolutely, I've sort of done it. Um, mm. Or I haven't got the V8 yet, um, <laughs> but. Um, might might still have the occasional little look, um, but um, I've gone back to um, diesel, having spent four or five years with electric. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a the problem that car manufacturers are up against is that it's a forever changing world economically as well at the moment. Um, yes, and what made sense five years ago doesn't necessarily make sense. Now EVs are expensive, um, mm. and there is a huge group of people who will never, ever, ever pay more than pounds for a car. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. That's... So they're a long way from having an evil. Yeah. Even, I mean, take the example of our dear friend Phil, very open to EVs, likes the one he's driven, the Leaf, um, not against technology at all. But he's a long way from having one because he just doesn't spend that much money on cars. Yeah, which is perfectly acceptable. You just go, well, perfectly you know fine. There's, he likes cars and just go, well, actually, you, to like cars, you don't have to spend thousands. No, you perhaps have to spend a little bit more than you used to to get something running and driving. I think the days of a 300 quid MOT car are probably gone but um... yeah that that ship has sailed unfortunately but <laughs> yes. still you don't have to spend an awful lot to get something functional no you don't or um, interesting yeah well absolutely I mean, you could argue uh, sometimes the cheaper cars are the more interesting ones mm. um but that's uh, bring us back to the original point that's really surprising and makes me think about things in a different way that the Puma is more profitable than the Fiesta. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? It is odd. Um, but there must be the business case for what they've done. Mm. So I guess that's it. And so that I'd means start... we have to have Pumas instead of Fiestas. No, what that means is we have to have Renault 5 EVs instead. <laughs> I'm fine with yeah, that. Fair point, and Mini Electrics. Yes. Mini electrics. So you mentioned the Twingo, and it's like, well, there yeah. you go. The, the, people can still do it. They don't have to churn out this nonsense. People can still do it. I mean, those are all brand new cars um, and come with a Well, a Mini's been around long enough now that it's on the used market, but it's still quite a lot of money. You're still looking at 15 minimum. Um, yeah. So, well, you, you know. Um, like I've said before, my reasoning behind it is I quite like Minis. And yes. It's it would everyone go, oh, oh, the range is a bit short. It's like I'm not going very far. That's the thing. See, again, that's the other part of the thinking. Mm. Practically, and you haven't just got this thing stuck in your head that oh, I can't buy something that will do less than five hundred miles, you know, on a charge. You think, well, you don't need that. You yeah, don't but, um, need that at all. Like, I've been on my travels this week and gone quite far and wide but I've, even in the mini I would have been able to do it there and back in a charge yeah much, and, and then you're back home and whose yeah. car isn't parked all night <laughs> <laughs> when well, it can be charged and on the right tariff from the right provider for less than you'd pay charging it during the day uh, yep yep. It's, uh, it's weird it's no bother and you wake up the following morning with a full battery hmm you don't even have to think about refueling. It's just every morning it's full. Yeah, not um, right. All right, you're, you're you know one of the whatever the statistic is forty percent of people in this country who have a driveway that you could park it yeah. on to charge it. Um, not everybody has that, and that's a problem. Um, yeah, although yeah, you know agree. there are there are solutions coming along for that, um, mm. but. Yeah, um, it's interesting. It's interesting. We're at this. We're at this funny tipping point at the moment. In that the the cars themselves have got good enough. The charging infrastructure in this country very much isn't good enough. Um, 
not that what we've got is no good. There just isn't enough of it. Hmm. Um, and they need to get cheaper. But they are doing. Uh, all yeah. those all those things are happening. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cars yeah. are getting better. The infrastructure is getting better. The cars are getting cheaper. Um, but there is still a huge proportion of people who a don't care and b will never spend enough, at least not for a very long time, <laughs> to have an EV, uh, and won't take finance and won't take you know government grants or whatever to to do it. Mm. Um, and you wonder what the solution is for them, but. Um, you know, and this is another big misunderstanding that we've talked about a few times, is that the the 2030 or 2035, whenever it's going to be, ban is only the ban, only a ban on the sale of brand new petrol yep. and diesel. Um, yep. You can still buy used ones and still run the one you've got. <laughs> They're not taking <laughs> those away. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, I don't know. It's a problem mm. that's not going to solve itself, I'm afraid, at the moment. Um, we, we need more small hatchbacks. That's what's happening there. Yeah, we do. Um, can we... Let's round off with a, a different moan, shall we? Oh, please. Um, <laughs> grumpy old men here. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what's really annoying. It's... We go back to Bond. Oh. Well, yeah, that's all quite annoying at the moment. Grumpy, yes. Yeah. Um... And it's getting to the point we're getting really cheesed off with the social. Yeah. So can I give you sort of some headlines from probably what we're talking here? Let me just get sort of a rough timeline on this because I sort of recorded the information on this. So from the past couple of weeks, mm. we've had. Uh, what's your uh, what's uh, Daniel Craig's most memorable stunt? Uh, here's a photo of Daniel Craig and supporting cast at the premiere of Casino Royale. Um, here was the anniversary of that, wasn't it? Yeah, we've got a bit about Quantum. Uh, that's oh, zoom in on the clapperboard. Bond meets Mallory in M's office in Skyfall, filmed 12 years ago today. Uh-huh. Um, uh, here's some back uh, behind the scenes. Photos from the train fight inspector. Okay. Um, behind the scenes of the Day of the Dead celebrations, inspector. Fe- celebrating 15 years since the Quantum of Solace. Um, what else have we got? Oh, today in 2019, Daniel Crane filmed his final scene as James Bond in No Time to Die. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that that's what we've had to. It's really of... Daniel Craig heavy, isn't it? Um, yeah, you spotted it too. Mm. Is it time to shut the up about that? <laughs> because they say an awful lot about him, but he says nothing about them. No, he doesn't. He's no, he's. He no. is done. He, he is, is checked out. He is all finished. Moved on. Mm. Yes. <sighs> uh, yes. But this just, yeah. Uh, I think I think we know what's where yeah. it's coming from, don't we? Hmm. And it's I wouldn't bring it up again unless it was so blatant, like it's been. It's like yeah. It's move been, on. 
it's so frustrating. There's just nothing happening, is it? They've done nothing. No. And whenever, whenever Er at the top is asked about it, it just gives the must, same answer. Oh yes. well, yes. Must honor Daniel's tenure. Yes. Yes. Please celebrate. Yes. Celebrate his great work. Yes. And oh, we're a long way from thinking about the next one yet. Why? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, and the only other thing is it's interspersed with that uh, 007 road to a million. Oh, don't. Which I've don't. sort of looked at a little bit of it, and it's as dreadful as I was expecting. So Yeah, I should imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, I'm not going to prejudge. I'll have a look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See what it's all about. Mm. My yeah. judgment was bang on. but the... You were spot on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's cringeworthy, it really is. Yeah, well, it was never going to be anything else, was it? No. Um, so, yeah, I was I was annoyed about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's it's. Yeah, we need to see some action. We do. Um, and I don't want this this dragging out of this to to put me off of Daniel Craig's movies. I don't because it's yeah because they're really good. Yes, they are. And yeah, they are for the most part. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're potentially spoiling it a little bit. Yeah, they're over egging the pudding. They are. Um, <laughs> they mm. are beginning to annoy some quite loyal fans now yes um, and I'm reminded of when uh, David Zaretsky who runs the Bond Experience YouTube channel mm. interviewed Barbara and Michael and he asked them a question which could be taken in two ways it was at the No Time to Die launch mm-hmm. uh, or after it had been it was the sort of after press screening sort of Q&A thing that they do. Yeah, yeah. Each, you know, journalist, influencer um, gets sort of 10, 15 minutes to ask them, you know, whatever they want. And mm-hmm. he asked them a question, which, as I say, could be taken two ways. Mm-hmm. He said, do you, um, do you consider the fans when you write this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> You can see where he's going with that after yeah. that film. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, this was bang after. This was, mm. you know, when we were all still reeling from it a bit. Mm. Um, and none of us were quite sure <laughs> what to make of it. Uh, and, um, yeah, do you consider the fans when you write this stuff? Subtle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Depends which way you take that. That's either mm. a poke in the eye or, or a compliment. Hmm. Um, and of course, she said, "Oh yes, of course, the fans are vital to to us. Are very important, and yeah, mm. are they? The evidence doesn't support that, I'm afraid. Not at the moment, it doesn't. No, and I, th- I understand that what they do with it from this point on is going to be tricky. But they wrote themselves into this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, nobody." <laughs> It's not an accident that we are where we are. They created, they were in charge of it. Mm. Um, so, okay, you, you're you here. 
you're, you're saying when you first, when whatever meeting room it was in, when you first came up with the concept of how No Time to Die ended, you didn't think, ah, oh, but we might want to do another film after this. Where, where are we going? Just a little bit of thought about what's next. Why is it such a huge cliff to climb? We knew that Daniel was out. Mm. That was a done deal. We knew yep. that they'd written the story and they'd ended it like they were like they did. Yes. So why are there not conversations there and then? Quite. Or at least preliminary ones anyway. Back when Cubby was I mean, you know, they were beginning, they were doing a movie a year. Um mm. now, admittedly, they had Fleming to work from. They had the original books, but I mean they kind of still do, because there's a lot of stories and themes that they haven't used. Yeah, you yeah. Know, a lot of the books that were filmed, they only use the title and some of the characters. They don't really use the story. Um, there's still a lot to pick at in Fleming's original work. But like you said, surely this is a, a huge diversion for the series in the way No Time to Die ended. You're saying you didn't give that any thought mm. as to what would come next. You just, I mean, I understand you've got to focus on the the film in hand, but that's a huge plot point. Surely you must think mm. what what comes next. What do we do after this? Unless you intended that to be the last one ever. But they keep saying there will be another one. Well, it said it at the end of the film. Yes, exactly, and they've said it since. Yeah. This isn't the end. There will be another one. Okay. Well, that's great. But you didn't give that anything. Why is it such a huge hurdle now? I don't understand. Then, <laughs> but uh, see, but she's also not even saying that because she's saying oh, we haven't even started thinking about it yet. Well, maybe why you not? should. Yeah. yeah, maybe you should have a couple of years ago, at least. Mm. Wouldn't have happened on Cubby's watch. He'd have had a plan. No, I fear be... at the moment there is no plan. No, the the rate in which he is spinning in his grave currently is off the chart. Oh, you could you could power a small town. You really could. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's yeah. Well, it's but a week of moaning. <laughs> it is a week of moaning. I apologise for that, but yeah. um, a bit I'd of everything think... in there. But yeah, we've got disappointing choices by car manufacturers and uh, a disappointing lack of choice from the Bond production company. Um, all right. Just well, it over to us, shouldn't they, really? Yeah, we'll sort that. We'll get it. We get a film cranked out in no time. Not a bother. So, mm. all right then. Well, should we attempt to be more cheerful next week? I do, we probably should, yeah. I'm not promising yeah. anything. I'm just saying we will attempt it. There will be a concerted effort. But... Well, yeah. But we don't know what Ford's going to announce in the meantime. It depends what uh, what the next SUV is, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll do our utmost to be positive next week. All right. Yes, happy podcast. Mm. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>